Listening to Left of the Dial. I'm your host, Kitsy, and with me once again is the unsmokable Caleb Coy. <laughs> oh, I realized after the laugh started that I'm like, oh shit, it's going to sound like I'm high as shit. I'm not. But you could be. But I, I should be. I'm not, I'm not saying that we intentionally started this podcast at a specific time. So that episode 69 would fall on the same week as 420. But I'm not saying that we didn't either. (laughs) That would take a level of planning that uh, I don't think we usually have in us, but I also wouldn't put it past us. Yeah. Like you make it, make it line up just right because that's nice. Nice. (laughs) Very nice. Uh, Hey, speaking of nice. Uh, that's who we're talking about this week. That's true. And their that's new true. their new record, Internet Friends, that just came out late last year. Last year, I mean, we were all just Internet Friends last year. <laughs> exactly. That's probably, I wonder if that's why they named it that. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. But I wasn't there. But uh, I'm just I'm just gonna come right out and say it. Uh, I had not listened to this band prior to this week. No, neither did I. I had seen people posting about them on the Twitter. People I know. People I follow. Uh, people whose music opinions I typically trust. But, uh, you know, one of those things like, oh, yeah, I'll check that band out. And then I just never did. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And I just assumed based on the name that it was, wasn't going to be, like, great. Like, I didn't think it was going to be bad, right? But I, I, I didn't think I was going to like it as much as I did. But I fucking love this record so much. Yeah, and this isn't to knock them because the name is also funny. Yeah. Uh, but it kind of sounds like it's going to be one of those, like, joke bands. Yeah. Co- college bands that, like, just kind of fucks around and has fun, but like, eh, I'm not going to listen to it, but like, good on you guys. It's fun. Yeah. Um, but then, yeah, I, I put it on and I think I was maybe like two songs in and I was like, this record fucking owns. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, just from like the first, uh, the, the first like chord hits of, uh, trademarked, which is the song you heard coming into the podcast. Uh, it's just like grabs you right away. Um, and just those opening lines, like I'm running late again. I'm sorry. I set alarms, but I woke up and turned them off. Like, who can't relate to that? I know I <laughs> yes. certainly can. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and there's just there's such an intensity to this guy's uh, vocal style. I think uh, Robbie. Let me find that. Make sure that's correct. Uh, had an interview pulled up. Uh, Roddy. Roddy, which, which is a dope ass name. Yeah, Roddy uh, Gatorberg, Gatorberg, um, Gatorberg, Gatorberg. Uh, we, we had a baby pizza boy. If we had a baby pizza boy, <laughs> never in my life did I think that that commercial would get referenced as many times in my late thirties as it as it does. Yeah. <laughs> I, um, and of course, our younger listeners are going, "What the fuck are you guys talking about?" <laughs> I think we might have put that in the show notes to one of our various shows at one point. Probably Set Condition 1. Probably. I think it's come up the most there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, Roddy has this intensity to his vocals that are just so great. And like, uh, it, it's alternating between this like earnest, like not like full on like hardcore screaming, but yelling and growling and these just like beautiful, like powerful melodies that, uh, you know, doesn't place them in the, the realm of screamo, you know, keeps them more, you know, still very much in like the, the pop punk, uh, I guess the, they get described as emo. I hate that word. It's, what does it even mean anymore? It never meant anything to begin with. Um, <clears throat> but it, you know, keeps them very solidly in that realm. And uh, I, I love it, and I'm here for it. There's um, this like instrumental breakdown part of this track. There's this like noodly kind of dueling guitar stuff going on uh, that you know I love. Mm-hmm. And it's it's all it's very clean. 
uh, which is is really interesting because normally those parts will be kind of shreddy uh, uh, or like really fuzzy, dirty guitars. Um, but you heard me kind of talking to myself and getting a little bit excited about something. Uh, I've never played. I don't don't think I've ever played this for you because I don't think that you would really be that into the record as a whole. But I think there's some parts on it that you'd be into. This band that uh, I met in Tennessee a long time ago called Capulet, uh, and they had the, like a lot of stuff like this on the the one record that I used to own. That's really fucking hard to find now, uh, as is the case with records that were made in the indie scene before the digital age. Mm-hmm. Um, but specifically, there was the last track was uh, called The Understudy, and it had a lot of this like noodly clean guitar stuff that this track kind of reminded me of in, in good ways. Like It doesn't sound like them, but there are pieces that reminded me of. And so I was trying to find them to see if I could at least show you a reference to that song. And it looks like that at least as of 2019 they were still active or had gotten back together, which is kind of cool. And I wonder if I can ever catch them again. It's one of those things where like just, just a fleeting moment in like my early twenties, I I saw this band and I dug them and I had their their CD and like, I feel like I've never met anyone else uh, outside of like that region. I think they were from Knoxville uh, that had heard of them. So I I play it for people or I talk about it. They'd be like, who the fuck is this? (laughs) And that sounds more hipster than I mean it to be. It's like I, I had this these serendipitous meetings throughout my my youth where I kept running into bands like this, and then like I could never talk about them with anyone because they didn't make it like like this, this broad impact that I wish that they would have. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, it seems like Nice is making that kind of splash, and uh, I'm stoked for them because they fucking deserve it. Yeah, and it's just. I don't know. I just, I'm just so happy. Like, I just enjoyed this so much more than I expected to. And that's not to say I expected to not like it, but you know, my, my expectation going in was like, yeah, this will be okay. We'll do an episode on it. Cause you know, haha, it's funny. Nice 69, whatever. Yeah. Um, like I literally picked this, this band as a joke, not to say the band is a joke, but just like, you know, to coincide with, with episode 69 here. And, uh, yeah, very pleasantly surprised that this is now a record that is saved to my library and will be in rotation because it's that good. Yeah. So, he- hell yeah. I, I love when a, <laughs> a, a little happy accident like that happens. Uh, I came across an interview that uh, I'll probably reference a couple of times because there's some interesting stuff in it, but it's on uh, bringthenoise.com. Uh, and they're interviewing Roddy mm-hmm. and in introducing the band and like what they're about, the, the writer says, uh, with witty titles like Schlonky Kong, Free Earl, and Too High, Too H-I, high, uh, but lyrics about anxiety, self-improvement, and divorce, nice, make the ideal feel-good cry you've been waiting for, waiting to have for months. Yeah, <laughs> like, a feel-good feel cry. Good cry. That's, yes, that is... That is the feeling. Yes, that nailed it. That absolutely nailed it. And that's like when I, when I talk about like the the earnestness and like the passion in Roddy's vocals. Uh, there is this like rawness to it that like the songs themselves feel like they're very energetic. They get me pumped up. But then like there's that thing that just like it just grabs at your heart and. Yeah, a feel good cry. That's the I, I would not have thought of that description. This writer, this writer watches the Food Network. <laughs> <laughs> the top notch trio provides tunes perfect for a six pack of Pabst Blue Ribbon plus miserable memories of your ex. <laughs> there it is. Who is this writer? We should hire them to write right. for us. I don't see a name on here. Usually, uh, sites like this will list who yeah. the uh, the author was. What uh, anyway? What site is it? Uh, bringthenoise.com. Oh, I mean, maybe it's all just like one person, and so they, Could they don't be. feel the need to to credit their own writing. I don't know. I don't know how this works. Um, I don't know. How the fuck do you internet? Uh, Nobody's really sure. <laughs> but anyway, uh, big hat tip to the writer of this article because it's it's pretty great. Well, I'm sure we'll link that in the show notes uh, as we like to do. 
Uh, we will. But Caleb, you you already mentioned as part of this uh, this interview uh, another song that you specifically called out that you wanted to talk about, and that was Schlonky Kong. My best friends are acronyms, and my back hurts really bad. sent me this um before i even listened to it i scrolled through the, the track listing i was like well i'm sold at schlonky kong <laughs> and so uh now i want the world to hear it the fucking fuzz tone oh my god it's just a wall of fuzz and i'm here for it so the craziest shit about this is i i um, we had a, a, a mix-up on the, the timing of recording tonight, as you are aware, but our, our listeners wouldn't have been if I didn't admit to it. Um, but uh, as we're respectively just sitting around waiting for the other to say something, I was going down <laughs> a, a rabbit hole of like exploring this band and looking for like live videos and music videos and stuff. And Roddy plays a PVT-60 and... I don't know if you're familiar with that particular model, but it's a solid oak beast uh, from, I mean, I, I first encountered one in the like mid nineties, but I think that they're older. I think, I feel like this might be like a Van Halen sort of thing, but I could be totally wrong on that. I don't know. It doesn't matter only to say I've never heard one sound this good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is a, uh, a beast of a guitar. I just, I, I wasn't familiar with the model, but I just looked it up and I've definitely seen these before and they are, yeah. they are a beast. Yeah. Joshua had one. Uh, it was one of his first electric guitars and, uh, it was heavy as shit. Uh, and it was, you know, it's kind of fun to play like a big, just like, so I think it was Oak. It looks and feels like mm -hmm, Oak, mm -hmm. just this big, solid, natural finish Oak guitar. And uh, it was like, it just, I think it was meant to be like a big rock sound, but I'd never heard anyone play one through like good gear. Mm -hmm. So uh, in the back of my mind, it was always like, oh, PV, oh, that's that's garbage. But like, turns out, no. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, color me corrected. Turns out if you uh, run it through a shitload of really good sounding fuzz, it sounds amazing. <laughs> It's so true. Uh, and I love the way that the, this track starts out with uh, Roddy screaming, my best friends are acronyms and my back hurts really bad. Uh, and I'm assuming that those acronyms are THC and PBR. 
<laughs> you know, I was wondering what the acronyms were, and now I know. That's that's my guess. I, I mean, mean, that that makes more sense than anything I could come up with earlier today, driving around, listening to this. Uh, as I age uh, more and more and closer, you know, like it edge ever closer to my forties uh, this year, um, I've learned that uh, one will make my joints hurt, and the other will uh, will help them. And so I've, I've definitely started to lean very definitively towards the direction of the one that stops my joints from hurting. <laughs> that's fair. That's it a is. fair. It's a fair <laughs> approach to life, I think. Uh, this this record is very fun. It is. Fun. It is so much fun. Um, I also I do want to call out that the the little outro part. Um, where he's he's singing uh, everybody's scary when I'm high, that bit, um, mm -hmm. melodically and musically, not necessarily lyrically, um, it sounds very Menzingers to me. Oh yeah, just like yeah, the, can... the the chord progression, the melody, even the delivery is very Menzingers. Nice, nice little nod that that made my Philadelphia heart happy. Everybody's scary when I'm high. Everybody's scary. I don't know why. Everybody's scary when I'm high. That's why I'm smoking alone. <laughs> I mean, fair. Yeah. <laughs> totally fair. Oh, I, I, I can't relate, but I can understand. Yeah, and I, I can respect it. I mean, oh. I don't, I don't get high personally. It's just not a thing I do. No, you know, judgment to those of you who do. Just not my jam. But uh, I definitely can relate to everyone being scary and being alone because of it. So, <laughs> like, I'm right on board with that part. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. Like that, that part, sense. that part tracks for me. Like I totally, I totally feel that. Now I, I now, I say now, and like realistically, like after one listen through, I, I had this thought, uh, but I, I really want to go back and listen to this record while high, because uh, that was such a transformative experience with like the Appleseed Cast and the Gloria record when we were covering them mm -hmm. last year. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, what is what does this record sound like? <laughs> anyway, I'll let you know. Please do. <laughs> Maybe we can get a, a an update next week. Yeah. Also, love like I don't I don't know enough about the the music that's coming out of the the Minneapolis area, but I love to hear stuff like this coming out of the the, the greater Midwest in general. Yeah. What uh, what song should we go into the break on? Well, you were saying earlier that you wanted to talk about rough and tough. Oh, I sure did. A couple things stood out to me about this track. Yeah. Uh, number one is the really cool, like eighties sounding chorus on the bass in certain parts, mm -hmm, which, mm -hmm. I, which I loved. Um, and I also love the, the, the lyrics, uh, what was it? Um, I know we, we haven't talked, but I need a place to crash. I'll be out before I'm 30. Do you want me to take out the trash? Like, yes. Very polite. There's a lot going on in it. There's too. a lot going on. And, and one of the things, uh, I like about this record, um, and this song is a really good example of it is the outro of this song kind of turns into the next song. Yeah. And that happens a lot on this record to the point where like, it's kind of hard to know when one song starts and one song ends at some point. So if you're not like paying attention to the tracks turning over, like it just kind of feels like one long continuous thing. And that's kind of cool. I actually really like that. <laughs> I love it. I love it, especially because it, it fucks with the monsters out there who listen to records on shuffle. Yeah. You know who you are. Yeah. You know who you are. <laughs> um, but yeah, like it, it, like it makes it so like it really does uh, behoove you to listen to the, the tracks in order, which is my preferred way. So do it my way. Um, but I also, did it my way. <laughs> you'll do it my way. Um, there, there's a point in this song where the guitars are like fully channeling "Come as You Are," and the drums are straight up "Lucky Denver Mint," and like it's, yep. it's weird, and I love it. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. <laughs> it's just so good. And then, yeah, the ending right before it goes into that uh, like drum machine outro into the intro of the next track, <clears throat> um, it's doing more of those clean noodly uh, guitar leads again. And I love, I don't know what it is. Like it's, the, it's hitting a specific clean tone 
that like just kind of like right inside my chest, a little hook there that mm. just like yeah. catches and just pulls me along for the ride. I don't know. I love it. I mean, I that it. is like the quintessential Midwest emo clean tone. I think you're right. I think that's what it is. And uh, um, yeah, I'm going to have to play you uh, Billy at some point. We found that they're on streaming as well. Oh, sweet. Uh, the uh, from from Sioux Falls. There's at, at you when um, when I finally did listen to this, and I, I told you how much I liked it. and You were like, "Oh, that's good. I'm, I'm I'm glad." And you know, I wasn't sure, and I was like, "I don't understand how I haven't been listening to this all along because I've definitely been listening to this record since like 2004 <laughs> uh, because this is com- entirely in my wheelhouse and yeah. I love it. And it's it is rare for me. And I think I've said this before. I have to have said this before. I basically repeat everything I say and nothing is original. Um, but it's rare for me to find new music happening now that makes me feel the same uh, in a good way uh, as music that I was listening to when I was the age of the people making this. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's this cycle. Uh, I I don't understand the fashion choices of the youths, but I fucking love their music. <laughs> <laughs> Like Roddy straight up looks like Gunter. You touch my tralala. My ding ding. That that Gunter. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> you do. You do because you worked at the Apple Store in the the mid to late 2000s, uh, and you would definitely have been exposed to that video at some point. I don't think I was. <laughs> um. Anyway, like full on mullet and like mustache and like the like bright colored collared shirts and like jorts and shit like it's a great look uh don't get me wrong but like i don't i don't get it i don't i don't get it at all (laughs) but it works (laughs) well as long as as long as it works for you caleb that's what matters and you know what we're also not a fashion podcast so no we would be a terrible fashion podcast (laughs) two people who wear almost nothing but jeans and plain colored t-shirts yeah every single day (laughs) <laughs> Welcome to our fashion podcast. Remember that time we both owned the same pair of shoes, but not on purpose? I think we did that twice. Yeah. I think we we had the same pair of shoes when we first met. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there was, well, I mean, obviously we had the same pair from my wedding, which that was intentional, that, that, but I feel like... That was on purpose. That was, that was on purpose. In fact, I insisted. Yeah. Uh, but I feel like there was at least one other time that we did it not on purpose. Yeah. And to be clear, <laughs> they, it wasn't something like, oh, we both had Chuck Taylors. It was like... You know, it was like a, a more specific shoe than that. We both had the exact same uh, pair of Airwalks. Yes. Uh, and there's like multicolor brown hue that maybe had like some dark blue in it. I can't remember. I can kind of picture them. But I feel like, like they had a star on the side too, didn't they? Yeah. 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 <laughs> so. Welcome to Shoes, was... our podcast about <laughs> shoes that we've owned. Oh my God, shoes. <laughs> So yeah, this 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 record uh, and this song is a great example of it. Rough and Top is a great example of it. And like, it makes me feel young again, and I think that that's why I love it. Well, why don't we go ahead and hear Rough and Tough and take a quick break? And when we come back, we'll talk about some more songs off of uh, Internet Friends. It's gonna be nice. Nice. When I wake up.
Did you ever know that kid who was an insufferable know-it-all? Well, now he has a podcast. Join Michael Fight on Fight Knows About Everything. Every Monday and Wednesday, he brings a new trending internet topic and breaks it down to shed light on the absurdity. And then on Fridays, comes with a weekly recap of all the nonsense in the news. Listen wherever you get podcasts or watch on the Night Shift Radio YouTube channel. to left of the dial i'm still kitsy caleb is still unsmokable hey and we're still having a nice time talking about <laughs> internet friends by nice we sure are we sure are. and i love we uh we went out uh into the break uh talking about rough and tough and how it had this great uh, outro that blends directly into the intro of the next track and uh, how it makes for this great seamless listening situation and how like, you know, if you listen to it on shuffle, you're an asshole. And I stand by that. And then we want to put an ad right in the middle of it. <laughs> Why are we like this? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I almost want to not put an ad in this week's episode just to make it nicer. Nice, sir. Yeah. We can always put the ad somewhere else. No, we can't do that. We could. We'll get in trouble. It's our podcast. Yeah, but there's no rules. But our our overlord. The, I think the network I might think, cancel us, Caleb. I think not putting the ad would get us in more trouble than moving it. Well, I feel like if I don't put the ad in, I could be like, oops, I forgot the ad. Sorry. But if I put it in the wrong spot, I can't be like, oops, sorry, I put it in the wrong spot. <laughs> well, that sounds like you're in a tough situation. Is the name of the song that you just heard coming back from the podcast, and I do want to talk about that. But first, <laughs> I okay, I you know normally we do announcements at the end of the the episode, but Caleb, I am so excited mm, about these announcements on. that I can't wait any longer. Go on, uh, I gotta hear him. You gotta hear him. Well, um, you of course know what I'm talking about, don't you? I think I do. I think I do. But I want to hear you say it. Well, I'm gonna say it. Uh, if you're listening to this uh, on April 23rd, Friday, April 23rd, the day this comes out, then tomorrow, tomorrow, Saturday, April 24th, we are doing a uh, Left of the Dial live session uh, with Long Neck. Uh, Long Neck is going to be in the studio with us playing some tunes. Uh, we mm. had an episode with them, uh, with, with Lily from Long Neck a few weeks ago. So if you missed that, go back and, and catch that because that was a real fun one. Um, and we are super, super excited to have uh, to have Lily in the studio to play some songs for us. Uh, yes. But that's not all. Oh? That's not all, because the very next Saturday, May 1st, uh, our good, dear friend, Kaylee Goldsworthy, will be doing a Left of the Dial live session with us as well. 
Uh, she will be playing some songs. We don't know what they are yet. They might be new songs. They might not be. We don't know. Uh, it's going to be good. It's going to be, so be good. good. Whatever it is. I mean, she's always just fantastic. Um, mm-hmm. Never mm-hmm. disappoints. So uh, we are very excited for that one as well. And, and that's and? not all. Oh my goodness. Because then in a couple weeks on May 22nd, and I'm very excited for this one, uh, even more excited than I am for the other two, which is already very... Uh, how is it even possible? How is it even possible? Well, we are going to have uh, Hit Like a Girl here in the studio doing another Left of the Dial live session. We are just going to keep doing these live sessions until someone makes Hell a stop. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Until someone tells us to stop, we're just going to keep doing it. Um, so yeah, uh, Hit Like a Girl from uh, from Jersey will be in the studio with us May 22nd. Uh, and you're probably wondering, where can I find the, like, where can I see these performances? Yeah, uh, where? Well, I have good news for you. You can see them on YouTube. If you go to leftofthedial.live, that will take you right to our YouTube page where you can see the uh, the links to, to watch all of these sessions. Uh, and if you subscribe, you'll know when we're doing future sessions because we're going to post them all there. So That's very convenient. Yeah, it's very convenient. It's convenient for you. Uh, it makes us smile. It makes Caleb smile real big every time we get a new subscriber. So it does make make Caleb make Caleb uh, smile and smash that subscribe button. Smash it. Um, and yeah, we've got a few more in the works that we we haven't announced yet, but I'm still very very excited about. Uh, I think if you if you like any of these, if if you like the music we cover, you're going to be very excited for these other ones as well. Um, Agreed. So uh, so yeah, definitely subscribe. Left the dial dot live. Go right to our YouTube channel. And uh, check out those sessions. And of course, if you miss them, don't fret. We know sometimes you can't go to a thing right when the thing is, and we get that. Uh, and as, of course, you know by now that uh, when we do one of these live sessions, we then, uh, a few weeks later, we will post the the full edited, nice produced video to YouTube. And nice. the fully mixed and mastered tracks will be on Bandcamp and Spotify and Apple Music and all that. So you will be able to experience this again and again and again for all eternity well, maybe not all eternity, but as long as like Spotify and Apple Music and Bandcamp and YouTube are a thing. <laughs> and what a great way to uh, spend the uh, the Bandcamp gift card that a uh, a lucky winner will be uh, winning. Uh, I think uh, tomorrow or soon, very what? soon. What? Well, yeah, I don't, I don't. Do you remember the details on that? I know that we're giving one away, but I, I, I definitely. This is not a joke. This is not a bit. I definitely blanked out on the conversation. Yeah, you know, I did too. <laughs> but hey, we're giving away a Bandcamp gift card. Uh, I think it's twenty five dollars this time. Uh, yeah. We'll 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 figure out what the details are, and Caleb will make sure the links get in the show notes for that. Um, so, so go just go go look there, and and the notes will know more than we do now at this very moment in time. I can find it. I can find it. Oh, I had it. Shift radio. I don't. I don't want to message. I want to search. What the hell? Ugh. What is what is wrong with Twitter? I mean, don't answer that. Do you this, want a list? We don't have time. Uh, oh, here we go. Because we're so pumped to have Long Neck on Left of the Dial Live Saturday, April twenty fourth, we decided to give away a twenty five dollar Bandcamp gift card. Click below. This is on the left of the dial uh, social. So realistically, shame on both of us for not knowing that. We don't uh-huh. do our own social media. That's what we have Andrea for. Hi, Andrea. All, all sorts of stuff. Uh, you can answer six days left. Six days. What is six days from today? Uh, yeah, so that would be ending uh, on tomorrow, on the 24th, uh, the day of the live stream. So uh, if you're listening to this Friday or early on Saturday, get on over onto our social media and uh, get your entries in and win that Bandcamp card so you can buy all of the awesome Left of the Dial live music. Hell yes. And uh, if you're listening to this after the fact and you still want to win a Bandcamp gift card, don't fret. We're going to give more away because that's what we do. We'll keep doing it. We're going to keep doing it. Again, until someone makes a stop, we're going to keep doing it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, speaking of Bandcamp, I will also have uh, Nice's uh, Bandcamp uh, linked in the show notes because you can check out not only Internet Friends, but uh, all of their old stuff as well, yeah. including Sweaty Hams, Hams referencing the, the beer with two M's, uh, which is hilarious. <laughs> it is. Anyway, that's the lituation. That's the lituation. Thank you for coming to our TED Talk. <laughs> So I think the most notable thing in this song is the uh, 
kind of the the outro lyrics of the joints not burning right i think it's rolled too tight and now as someone who does not partake uh is that a thing um i will only say yes definitively because uh clearly someone who knows more about rolling and smoking than i do wrote those lyrics um but that makes sense to me because uh, as with anything, in order to burn, you need to be able to get oxygen to it. And if it's too tightly packed, you can't really get the airflow through. So mm-hmm. you can't inhale the uh, the oxygen through to, to let it uh, burn out right. Uh, and it might burn unevenly. And I, I've had that with uh, cigars. If they're, if they're not lit properly, they'll burn unevenly and, uh, and whatnot. So uh, my instinct is to say, yes, that's very much a thing. This has been Caleb's Science Corner here on Left of the Dial. Thank you so much for tuning in. <laughs> Amazing. I also, I love that this this song is basically like three in one. Like it's a very short song. It's less than two minutes, and it's like three sections mm-hmm. uh, lyrically and vocally and whatnot, and they're all very different. Um, and like it starts out like kind of chill and clean with the guitars and then it gets this like huge dirty fuzzy guitar guitar tones again uh and then it like gets real mellowed out again for the the joints not burning right part because you know you're just you're you're sad you're kind of bumming out you just you tried so hard we've all been there and just you know you're just gonna keep trying and you know at least one more time Uh, like there is more to this song than just about smoking weed i mean it's just like you know again uh you know um the this idea of going out around people and uh like that being a scary proposition and and kind of being stuck inside one's head uh and so like yeah, the, there really is a lot more depth to these tracks than you might immediately assume. Uh, with like, oh yeah, this band, like the the names a, a you know a sixty nine joke, and the 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 songs are all about weed. No, like this is good writing. Yeah, it's very good writing. Caleb, you want to throw out another example of that good writing? Well, uh, why don't we just keep the train rolling right on to uh, a nice bowl of sugar smacks? Oh hell yeah. I feel uncomfortable at home I feel incomplete alone I feel stressed around my friends I just hope that I can talk to you again Someday 
So in a lot of ways, this song feels very much like the results of listening too much to what other, like, well, like, as cliche as it is, to what society and specifically to what capitalism says mm-hmm. that your life should be mm-hmm. and trying to reconcile what your life actually is like against that and thinking like you don't measure up. Uh, and um, I don't necessarily relate to every sentiment in this song, but like that broader scope, uh, I definitely do. I was thinking the other day, uh, you know, having total shower thoughts moment about how, you know, I'm very grateful for what I have and like the quote unquote progress that I've made as far as like career and home and stuff like that. But how, if it was possible, I'd give it all up to be playing music again. Yeah. And like the, the way that we like create, create, treat creativity as a hobby and not a like a, a person's like life and their soul being put out into the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's really sad. You know, that, that kind of calls back to uh, when we had Early Riser on, on the mm-hmm. podcast and their their track vocations, you know, saying the same thing. Like, what do, what do you do? What do you really do? Like, where mm-hmm. do you, like, what do you really spend your time doing? And, and uh, yeah, it's a bummer. Yeah, and, and I'm noticing, like, uh, and I'll, I'll save more quotes from the, the interview. I'll let people read the, uh, the article. I think you should. Um, but just reading the, the interview that I referenced earlier, I get a lot of very similar vibes to... Uh, the stuff that Robbie talks about too, like what uh, a lot of the other artists we've brought on, younger people who are growing up in the scene now, uh, who are trying to reconcile, you know, trying to be an adult in a world that's gone to shit and mm-hmm. uh, not tolerating uh, intolerance and bullshit anymore and like calling that stuff out. And like, there's, there's a lot of like very common themes in music now that feels uh, in, in some ways a lot sadder but in, a, in other ways a lot more like hopeful and healthy and wholesome than what music was uh, when we were younger and i love that yeah and it's i, I feel like it's, it's making me a better person uh spending time talking to these these youths <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good it's not I'm, i i have not improved as a person one if anything i've gotten worse in the last year <laughs> Being, being stuck at home has made me a worse person. Uh, to be fair, um, I think it's made all of us worse. I don't know anyone that's like, yeah, this pandemic has just made me a better person. Like, everything's great. Musically, I want to borrow someone else's uh, words to describe how uh, the bulk of this track uh, sounds to me. Uh, so Lil Nas X's uh, Lil Nas X's Montero, uh, as Lil Nas X's wanted to do, uh, they released like a few different versions. There's a dope ass like lo-fi beats version, uh, and then there's another one. And the title of the video, because it's basically just like a still image with the, the audio, but the title of the video is uh, Montero, but it's in the bathroom of hell while Nas is giving the devil a lap dance, something along those lines. Uh, and it sounds like you're in the bathroom of a club while the music's playing really loud out there, but like it's muffled and kind of echoey <laughs> in the bathroom. So the way that like the drums and the guitars and the vocals and everything are so vertical uh, and so kind of far away sounding in this, in this track, it gives me the sense of like everything is at least two rooms away. It's <laughs> loud, but it's a couple rooms away. And that was like my brain went immediately to that description. <laughs> so you're in the bathroom of the club and like you could still hear everything. And uh, that just tells you like, oh shit, it was probably way too loud. I should have brought my earplugs. <laughs> always, always wear your earplugs, folks. Oh, I hate them, but like, you gotta do it. You gotta do it. And you know what? It's important. Yeah, you gotta you gotta spread the word. Gotta spread the word. You know, here we we like to tell you about music, but we also like to make sure you 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 know you got uh, you, you're taking care of yourself. Drink some water. <laughs> Drink some. Unclench your jaw. <laughs> uh, you know, when it, whenever uh, whenever I, I come across something on the internet, they're like, you know. Relax your shoulders, unclench your jaw, take a breath. I'm like, oh, fuck, you're right. (laughs) (laughs) Every time. So this is me telling you now, unclench your jaw, relax your shoulders, take a breath, drink some water. (laughs) And listen to Internet Friends. Listen to Internet Friends. Uh, Caleb, you want to pick a song for us to go out on? 
I picked most of the rest. It's your turn. Oh, God damn it. I actually only picked like half, so it's your turn to pick the last of the other half. Okay. Let's go with Free Earl. Okay. I can't get enough of this, and I, I love the way you described it, that uh, Midwest emo clean tone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that is all over this track. Uh, also, I don't, I don't know if it's an homage to uh, MXPX, but there's the... The do 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 that is straight yeah. up out of uh, my life story, which is a fucking jam. <laughs> and like I heard this the 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 first time the other day, and I was like, "Wait a second, I know that riff." <laughs> but yeah, just like start to finish, the the tones on this record are killer. They it, I said it at the very beginning, the intensity of the vocals, the like depth of the writing, like. This is bangers front to back. Absolutely. It really is. I'm looking to see if Bandcamp has any information on who uh, produced this. Abe uh, Anderson. I do not know Abe Anderson. Abe's in the band. Oh, no shit. Um, yeah, so uh, Abe, Sage, and Roddy uh, are in the band. I think, uh trying to think back to the... Uh, uh, the lineup, I think Sage might be the drummer. Uh, yeah, so Abe must be the bass player because uh, Roddy says, we all met while we were in our first year of college. Sage is also from Montana because Roddy's from uh, Colstrip, Montana. Okay. Uh, so we kind of knew each other in high school, but we didn't meet until we moved out to uh, Minnesota, which like, you, know, you feel like what are the chances of that? But I guess Montana to Minnesota isn't a huge jump. I mean, they both uh, start with M, so... Yeah, yeah, it's true. Uh, and Abe was one of the first people Sage met when they moved, and I met Abe when I wandered in while him and Sage were jamming, and I was like, damn, your tone is sick. Uh, and yes, if uh, assuming that Abe is the, the bassist, which I believe is correct, yes, Abe's tone is sick. I mean, all the tones on this record are sick. They really are. But uh, uh, that's super cool. I love a band that like records and produces their stuff themselves. That's uh, That's always... A delight to find out about and they did a fantastic job on this one yeah um and i won't link directly to it because i will have already linked to the uh the article but in that uh bring the noise uh article i, I talked about uh they have uh, embedded the free earl video oh sweet yeah so there's uh there's some some cool shit oh i i, I meant to say this out loud and i totally different I totally didn't uh, but I mentioned that I was watching a bunch of videos and live performances and stuff of them earlier. Uh, there is a video for Shlonky Kong, uh, and they did a very cool thing where they got a bunch of friends uh, cycling through on presumably like Zoom or Google Meet or something like that and recorded them like pretending to like sing along or just like smoke uh, or throw things at the camera, just you know, goof off and have fun uh, while the band is playing on the other side of the call. Hey, it's it's. It's fun. It's it's a creative way to address uh, shooting a music video in a pandemic lockdown. Hell yeah! That's I, I love seeing creative stuff like that. That's so much fun. I do too. Okay, Caleb. What a, what a good record! What a good record! I'm so glad that we picked this record. Just in general, not even just for this episode. Like like you know, again, I I picked it for the joke of episode sixty nine. Nice, nice. Uh, but. Man, I, I enjoyed this record so much more than I thought I was going to, and I'm so delighted by that. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Like, yeah, uh, this was just a good, uh, it's a good record. And it's a good, you know, it's, it's, I don't know, I don't know what the weather's like in, in St. Louis because I could look it up, but I don't. Um, but here, <laughs> but here in Philly, it's starting to get warmer. Mm -hmm, you know, I was driving mm -hmm. around with the windows down today, had this record on. It's a real good, like, feel good record, but still, like, relatable in in the sense that like depression and anxiety are definitely at least for me a constant uh presence in my life so uh mm -hmm. but this you know I, I think what you said a feel good cry earlier um <laughs> the the feel good cry you've been looking the feel for. good cry you've been looking for i you know i can uh i can relate i can uh i can endorse that statement hell yeah hell yeah well uh caleb we haven't done this in a while we've been having so many guests lately but uh if our listeners wanted to find you on the internet. Oh, shit. In like a non-creepy way. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, uh, if you if you were interested in finding me online in a non-creepy way, please don't be creepy. I can't handle it. Um, you can find me on both Twitter and Instagram, at Caleb Micah. Uh, and I also recently just started experimenting with uh, video game streaming because, you know, that's a thing that the kids do and it seems fun. I I already talk to myself while I'm playing, so I might as well like occasionally have someone talk back. Uh, and so uh, you can find me at uh, on Twitch at uh, Juan Shu, J-U-A-N-S-H-U-E. But you know, uh, what, do I know what? I... I, I I realize it's a thing because like there's a whole industry around it now, but I mm-hmm. will never understand why someone would want to watch someone else play video games. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I, don't, I was a young. I can't. I, I think it's it's an industry that's built up around younger siblings. Because uh, <laughs> I used to watch my brother play video games all the time, and I fucking loved it. Uh, alternately, Ellen hated watching her brother play, but I, they also didn't get along very well. Mm. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Like, it, it's fun sometimes to to see like how other people will tackle something that like you're not familiar with, or just like to to watch you know, a game from a, a different perspective. I sometimes enjoy watching games that I wouldn't necessarily play myself, but like it's it's cool to see them done well. Uh, I play pretty poorly, so I, I guess there's a market out there for for people who aren't good but are mildly entertaining, and I'm neither. So you know, choose wisely. <laughs> But Kitsy, what about you? How could uh, people find you if they wanted to? Well, I won't be streaming on Twitch because I just don't get it. And I also don't play video games nearly enough to make that a thing. Um, but uh, you can find me on the Twitter and the Instagram at Hey Kitsy. Hey Kitsy. Hey Caleb. I miss hey. doing that bit. <laughs> it has been a minute. It has been a minute. Anyway, you can also find us at leftofthedial.fm where you can hear this podcast episode get uh links to everything we've talked about read the show notes you can of course listen to all our past episodes and uh find our future episodes there as well and uh you can follow us on twitter and instagram at left of the dial pc the pc does stand for podcast for now uh but as we're branching off into other forms of media under left of the dial uh, we're gonna have to figure out either a new social media handle or uh what pc stands for that's a little more inclusive so player's choice player's choice so uh <laughs> So yeah, oh, and of course, leftthedial.live to go to our YouTube channel. Uh, you'll find, uh, we already have the live session from Riverby uh, from last month up on the YouTube channel. You can watch that session and grab the uh, the audio on Bandcamp if you so choose. And yeah, uh, yeah again, we've got our upcoming uh, streams. Uh, what are those again? We got the uh, April 24th, Long Neck, uh, May 1st, Kaylee Goldsworthy. And uh, May 22nd, Hit Like a Girl. And we've got some more we'll be announcing soon. Uh, So keep an eye out for that. And I think that's all the plugging I'm legally allowed to do. Do it. So Wait, I already did it. It's done. Yeah, the plugging's been done. Uh, Caleb, any any parting thoughts to take us out? You know what? I'll quote that interview with Roddy one more time. Uh, Best advice ever received? Chill out. There it is. Chill out. And what a good record to chill out to. This has been Left of the Dial. I have been Kitsy. Caleb has been Koi. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll be back next week. Just a little